This is It Was a Thing on TV. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the dregs of humanity. Episode 198, submission number 200. Network Fall TV Campaigns. Now, a long time ago, back before the advent of demographics or 24-7 broadcasting or Netflix, the networks, the big three, mostly, there's a couple of years where Fox had one, but mostly it was the big three trotting out all of their stars, all of their pop and circumstance, and getting everybody hyped for the new fall season. Or as Ernie Anderson said in 1981 on ABC, There's something in the air that tells you good times are coming your way. Smooth. I don't have the quite cigarette voice as uh, Ernie smoking like two packs of menthols. No, he's probably smoked like, what, five, six packs of menthols a day. Yeah. Get that voice. To get that nice, raspy basso profundo. Yeah. Sounds legit. But, yeah, it's like, okay, all of this music, all of this pop and circumstance, the stars of today, the stars of tomorrow, provided they last 13 weeks, and they were all on full display to get you ready for the fall season that's coming. Today, Greg, Mike, and I are going to go over the best of the best, including the local editions. Because one of the things that stations liked to do back in the day was get their affiliates involved. Oh, yes. I still remember the Andy Griffith and Bugs Bunny promos for WRAL back when they were an ABC affiliate. They used the Now is the Time laser logo sort of thing. Of course, they're an NBC affiliate now, so it would be, what, The Voice and... Sunday Night Football? I don't know. Yeah. But, uh, hey... Tell me, Dr. Greg, where are we going this time? Oh, thank you, Huey. Do you want to do CBS? Let's do CBS. Okay. Now, uh, because we have a story about... It was the Reach for the Stars campaign from what, 1981? 81. Yeah, because... Now, now this was like... They had two years of looking good. Then they were looking good together. They were looking good together. And then in 1981, CBS decided, you know what? We're going to reach for the stars. And we're going to you know look what? even better. We're going to look even better. And best of all, I f- now I found uh, some YouTube videos before we started this episode. Now, this is from – I'm guessing that this is an advertising executive named Steve Sulmer. And he worked at CBS in 1981, and then he moved over to NBC – around 1983 because there's a similar sort of closed circuit thing that's online when he's coordinating the NBC be there campaign, but he was working in 1981 for CBS 
for the Reach for the Stars campaign. And it's basically a half hour, and you can find it online, closed-circuit video of him telling the affiliates all about this campaign. And one thing that video does have, and he points it out as much, swag. Swag. Stuff we all get. Stuff if you as a person involved with CVS are going to get as a result of this campaign. Yes, we're talking about hats, bugs, coolies, t-shirts, coasters. Coasters. And not only is he going to tell you about all the stuff, he's going to tell you how and when you are going to get your hands on it. Yes. Because every affiliate is going to want to get their hands on this stuff. Every affiliate is going to want this. You got to get it before a certain time. You got to have your idea of how you're going to have your promotional campaign for your affiliate in your area. You got to decide when you want to do it. You got to get it done quickly. Yes. We, you know what? We could only entertain Larry Hackman for so long. Yeah. Tom Selleck and all the others. We can only have them for a certain amount of time. You have to hurry up and get your orders in. Yep. So CBS has you reaching for the stars. I actually found a local promo for WHEA in Atlanta, which is now a Fox affiliate. I am a broadcast nerd. I've seen like a great majority of all these local spots. I have not seen this one before. Okay, let's see it. Oh, that's something. Five belongs. Five huh? belongs. Uh, okay. It's like you were in the, back in the 70s and early 80s, you either alive or you belonged. And the thing is with the channel five, five alive. I mean, the rhyme's right there. It sells itself. But five belongs. Okay. That's weird. And if you look on YouTube, they have local spots for the Reach for the Stars campaign. Oh, yeah, because there is uh, one for uh, in that video from yeah. the closed circuit from Detroit, I know. Yeah, that's from WJBK, which is now a Fox affiliate. Yeah. By the way, this comes courtesy of YouTube user I on TV, which if you are a real, if you are a real one, you will give him a follow. Yeah, there's a lot of rare stuff on that channel. There is also one for KDFW Channel 4, which okay. is also a Fox affiliate now. All right. Let's see. We talked about Channel 2, Channel 4. I'm pretty sure there was one more in this video. Ah, there was a KNXT, now KCBS in Los Angeles. But they used the uh, national music instead of a customized uh, mix for, you know, the affiliate it just okay. used the national music okay i have like all three of them in one single clip yeah just it. play it okay here we go all right so we're gonna play the clip right now reach for tv2 and reach for the stars reach for the stars reach out for the best Shine day and night. Reach for TV 
Everywhere you turn today, Detroit is looking good. We're learning, building, growing like we always knew we could. At TV2, that spirit shows in everything we do. We catch excitement in the air and share it all with you. Reach for the stars. Reach out for the best. Don't settle for less. Reach for the stars on TV2. Well, for the national campaign of Reach for the Stars, they use kind of a sort of similar, because as I mentioned, the same ad campaign guy from Reach for the Stars was also involved with the NBC Be There campaign. So you'll notice something kind of similar theme right here. So, all right. So we have the stars utilized in this Reach for the Stars campaign, because you get it, Reach for the Stars yeah. They're talking about space, y'all. Sort of, yeah. They're so, talking about space, and they're talking about America. Talking about America. America! And, America. and if you look at the Reach for the Stars graphic, yes, it's like a field of stars with a flag. with like the red and white flag. So yes, it's very much America. Okay. So... We got this promo spot here with a nun and JR. <laughs> Excuse yes. me, seriously, please yeah. and thank you? Yes. Okay, here we go. You turn this whole thing over to JR. No, well, even JR wouldn't have little children. But that's Ewing property. Sink the well and close down the orphanage. JR, my son, take the charity tax write off and you'll make a bundle. Uh, on second thought, let those darling little orphans have anything they want. Reach for the stars. Can I just point out something? What is it? That sounds a lot like the Hello News Singer. Sort the of. Frank, the Frank Gary Hello News Singer, Florence something or other. I guess. You know what I'm talking about, Greg? I know what you're talking about. Sounds a lot like her. May I also add, was that some divine intervention? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Don't mess with Mother Superior. Yeah. Even J.R. Ewing knows. Oh, yeah. I can't mess with God. No. Which is odd because he meets the devil in the series finale. Oh, that's right. He did meet the devil in the series finale. <laughs> I forgot about that. Not many people know that, but... Well, who was still watching Dallas in 1991? Good point. Anyway. Uh, okay, so we talked about CBS reaching for the stars in 81. We talked about... Well, we made a mention of now is the time for ABC in 81, because, again, 
Ernie Anderson, baby. Yeah. And that was the time. That basically was the benchmark of how you do a promo spot. Oh, yeah. They got representatives from every series to basically play extras. Oh, yeah. And I got the closed circuit feed for the promo. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Complete with someone at the ABC line. Are you ready for this? Here we go. Good morning. This is ABC in New York. The following is a closed circuit and not intended for broadcast use, so engineers please monitor the network lines closely to make sure the feed doesn't air. Coming up first on this morning's closed circuit is a refeed of the ABC Fall 1981 promotional film. There's something in the air that says great times are coming your way. Try to identify the the hosts of that's incredible. Fantasy Island. Oh, open all night, open all night, open all night, open all night. Benson. Too close for comfort. Too close for comfort. Taxi. Taxi. Benson. No, it's Ludlow. No, it's Benson. Well, no, it's Benson. Anyway, and that was, and it ends with Robert Stack rarely smiling. No, seriously, yeah. the guy never smiles. What's up with that? Yeah, Robert Stack. It's very rare you see him smile. Uh huh. But there's also other spots in the same thing. Like they have a bunch of shots from like a Dodgers game, and one of the people in the clip is Dave Stewart. Obviously, this was before he went to the A's and was winning Cy Youngs in the late 80s. Yeah. But, you know, it's kind of fitting because the Dodgers won the championship in 81. So, And I think the World Series in 81 was on ABC. So, That makes sense. Makes it sense. It makes perfect sense. Kind of worked out that way. Oh, yeah. And then you have NBC, which, God bless them, they were trying. Oh, wait. Do we have to mention the most infamous fall promotional campaign of them all from 1979 why yes yes we do and it is one that is so gregarious one that is so uh out there and frankly one that is so truthful that legend has it it got don i'm aspired you know because being don i am alone does not get you fired or it at least got him in trouble. I don't think he got fired per se, because I think he got fired like in the late. Because Mike, I think he was in Cleveland for two years, wasn't he? Yeah, back in the early eighties, he was uh, here in Cleveland. Okay, oh, right. maybe I'm not sure the exact time frame, but I don't know but if it was because of this or somehow because of the or so, somehow later or, or before that he got fired from WNBC and ended up in Cleveland, then came back here. Hey everybody, it's Greg. So according to Truth by Consensus Wikipedia, Don Imus left WNBC in 1977 and returned to Cleveland to do an afternoon drive show on WHK in 1978. And he then, in the lead time, recorded some episodes on WNEW-TV with his own television show, Imus Plus, until he later came back to WNBC in the morning 
on September 3rd, 1979. It remained there, obviously, until the station flipped to WFAN in 1988. And, well, you kind of know what happened in 2007, so I'm not going to go there. All right, let's get on to the rest of the episode. But But a little backstory while Greg brings up the clip. In 78 and 79, NBC was with Fred Silverman at the helm. They weren't just happy to be a network. They were proud. Oh, yes. Proud as a peacock. And they were strutting their stuff over shows like Who's Watching the Kids? Previous installment, Pink Lady which I believe that is next on the remaster list, if I'm not mistaken. No, 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 it's not on the remaster list. No, no, we did that late February, early March of 2020, so that was way after I got my new headset. Oh, cool. But yeah, you can tell that NBC was in in no position to be proud of anything. But that didn't stop them from being proud as a peacock. Because they wanted to show off, hey, we got here as Boomer. And Super Train. And Super Train. So let's play it, shall we? Yes. All that stuff that they just airs. Yeah, it's not it. Except maybe Rockford Files. Roller disco, son. Oh, yeah, and the Disney thing. Yeah, because they were airing Walt Disney at this time. Uh huh. I love the fact that this was, uh, you have all these old NVC classics, like you have Wonderful World of Disney, you have Get Smart. You have the Star Peter, Trek. Live, Peter Pan Live. Oh, Peter Pan Live with Mary Morton. Yeah, don't, and you got to include Flip Wilson's show and Sanford and Son. They have basically all the good NBC shows before it turned into a heaping pile in the late 70s. Yeah. yeah. It's like, look at all those shows that they have. None of them are airing this season. Except maybe Rockford Files. Except maybe Rockford Files. Which probably was in its last season at this point. I think yep. 79, 80. Oh, good. Yeah, Rockford Files was in its last season at this point. All right. But, oh, I love... This is also the uh, debut, if I'm not mistaken, of the uh, Peacock as the permanent logo of NBC. Yes, the, well, 
It would well, no, be it'd be the, the proud the, N. It would be the proud N, which was a forced marriage of the peacock and the N the, logo, uh, the, the big N logo, the big N logo, which they had to pay a hefty fine to Nebraska Educational Television to even use. Oh, yeah. it wasn't. It, well, it wasn't a big fine monetarily. From what I heard, it was a lot of technology. Because yeah, yeah, Nebraska of- Public Television probably didn't have a lot of money back in that time. So NBC gave them a lot of money. So A lot of money, a lot of technology. A lot of, lo- that- lot of money, some camera equipment, some electronic equipment. All we want is the logo. Yeah. Um, this sort of reminds me of the, the Cleveland Guardians. Do your research before you take a logo or take a name. Make sure it isn't owned by a roller derby team. Well, you know what? Whenever I think of that NBCN logo, you know what I always think of from SNL? The the dancing N. The dancing N? The dancing N. It was basically on Weekend Update, like Gilda Radner dressed up as the the N logo, tap dancing and delivering a bulletin to Dan Aykroyd, which said, oh, there's no bulletin. I just felt like dancing. Uh, looks like we have a special urgent weekend update bulletin coming in on our dancing end. Uh, step back here towards the desk if you could, end. Just uh, tap it a little uh, this way, please. Little to the left, Dan. Little to the. I got it. <laughs> this urgent bulletin just in. No bulletin today. I just felt like dancing. <laughs> Hey, any excuse to have Gilda Ratner tap dance? That's um, fine. It's like Gilda Ratner tap dancing as the N logo. Yes. I am here for it. Oh, yes. But yeah, I think they would go on to, um, I think, was it Our Pride is Showing in like 1981, 82? Yeah, Our Pride was showing 1981, 1982. 82, there was uh, Just Watch Us Now. Yes, there was. And that was perhaps. That was the arrival of Brandon Tartikoff, and they were basically getting ready to emerge from the... Well, no, because wouldn't wait, would Brandon be in the... Because promo- Grant Tinker was still there. Brandon, Brandon Tartikoff, I think, was actually in a presentation meeting okay. where they did the film, where okay. they ran the film. Because Gra- I know Grant Tinker was, what, there until 83, 84 as the head. Yeah. This was, remember, back when they had real audio and real video on TV Arc, or was it the 80s Super Sight? It was probably the 80s Super Sight. Or IP. Anyway. But yeah, Just Watch Us Now was basically... Now, they didn't have the pop and circumstance that ABC had from here to ever. But they had... Earworms. Hmm. They had earworms. Okay. And they had custom earworms. Oh. Yes, they did. Now, there was one sort of jacked up local version in this uh, interstitial of a number of local versions. 
because I don't know who they got doing the graphics over at WLWT in Cincinnati, but uh, check that out. That is the Just Watch Us Now local package. Okay. Starting with Mike's local. What? What the what was that? Well, hold on. Which okay, I, I think I can fill in some of the gaps there. Okay, hold on. Uh, okay, wait, wait. Somebody please explain this to me. Okay, hold on. What that looks like to me, it looks like. I don't think that's. That might be AM Cleveland. Um, I'm pretty sure it is AM Cleveland, but I'm just thinking to myself, <laughs> what is um, all the, what is the, 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 doing there? But but the thing is, that doesn't look like the host of AM Cleveland. Uh, I believe there is actually a show. I think AM Cleveland was closer to like 84, 85. Uh, that definitely looks like a local show, some sort of local. It is definitely a local show because it looks like a local show. Yeah, um, I think I'm going to have to go on the case for that. Uh, I'll be doing a little research on what that show was. Because like I said, I think AM Cleveland started about 84, 85. Um, I, I, oh gosh, it, that that looks so familiar. But of course, that looks so basically stereotypical early 80s, if you will. I will say this, though. I do remember those graphics used on uh, the NBC affiliates uh, back in the 80s. So it definitely matches up. I, I remember that part. Okay. But the, but the Burton Ernie? Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, explain that one. I'm going to get, you know, an honest guess, and this is as good as anything I can give you. Uh, I think back in the day when they had like ice capades or oh. Sesame Street on ice, that makes sense if you think about Sesame it. Sesame Street on ice because there's a there's a I found on YouTube one time there was a Mets Giants game from '79 at Candlestick Park and Cookie Monster threw out the first pitch to promote the ice capades. It it, it seems very feasible. Yeah, Sesame yeah. Street on ice was the best. I think I saw one at Nassau Coliseum back in the day. Okay, let's resume here. Sorry, Bert and Ernie. We got to play the rest of this. Oh, look at that. I'm going on that theme park. Now, hold on. Pause, pause. Okay. Oh, hold on. Did you see the Cleveland's a plum? We talked about that. Yeah, but hold on a second. Is that Al Roker? That's Al Roker. Roker. Yeah, he did weather in Cleveland back in the early 80s. Yeah, before he... E.T.'s figure. <laughs> yeah, but no, the other thing I was going to add, you're talking about the roller coaster. Yeah. Uh, in that footage is famed Cleveland uh, telejournalist Del Donahue. Ooh. He's a legend in these areas. Oh. He, he passed away oh. a number of years ago, but he hosted the pre-today show, if you will, back in the 80s and 90s. That was like our must-watch uh, TV when we were getting ready for school uh, at 6.30 in the morning was him and uh, another local media legend, Tom Haley. They're, they had like a down-home folksy type of newscast like an hour, uh, the half hour before today. 
But yeah, that is Al Roker there. Yeah, because he did the weather before he came up here to New York on WNBC. Right. Yep. All That's right. correct. All right. So, uh, so there's Al Roker. Three there's N. The... Just watch us now. Yeah, the, the, the good old days. Oh, here's my home market. Are you ready for WNBC? I'm ready. Here, Here we, we go. We're Channel Just watch us fill your days and nights with laughter and with pure delight. We'll take you places where you'd really want to go. Watch us as we pack the screen with action like you've never seen. Why the information that you need. Yes, commercial. I don't know. Probably because the Giants don't have cheerleaders, I guess. I don't know. And also, NBC's airing the AFC because they wouldn't have the Cowboys. Exactly. Mostly. It's weird. Yeah. Oh, Jack Cafferty. And Sue Simmons. Yeah. Oh, there's Chuck Scarborough. Oh, Oh, Bill Donahue. More view. I think that was the top-rated uh, syndicated show. It was. Yeah, for uh, Wheel in 83. <laughs> okay, I got something to say. Yeah. Boy, do they like their nudity on the uh, uh, New York City promos there. Oh, yeah. Man, you, you had bodybuilders and, and little trunks there, and I don't even know what those two women were doing, like, near naked. Seriously, they were near naked. Yeah. What? I didn't get that. Hey, do you want to see what WMAQ did? I want to see what WMAQ did. Of course we want to see what WMAQ did. All right, here we go. Oh, here's a shot of Ongo. <laughs> His taxi would have moved to uh, NBC by yeah, now. Yeah, he would. You know what he probably thought of ABC when they canceled it? Don't say it. Don't say it. We're going to have to make it uh, explicit if you say it. Don't say it. No, I'm not going to say it. But it, no, it's going to be clean. Derivative. Derivative. I, I, if it wasn't, uh, it, once you said it was clean, I knew it was going to be derivative. Derivative. They were very derivative. Okay. Just watch us fill your days and nights with laughter and with pure delight. Oh, madam! Madam! Obvious dub is obvious. Oh, Chet Kopic. Bottom right. Oh, never mind. Oh, Roger Ebert. Just. They had the Emmy. They had the Emmy. Okay, I'm wondering, 
did they have a bunch of singers in for the day and they just went through all the numbers? Yes. They started at Channel 2 and then finally they get Channel 74, just watch us now, do, do, do. And playing for like Dubuque or, or Schenectady or something like something. that. Schenectady. Like, it, was like, it was like, all right, say this market. All right, on to the next market. On to the next market. Yeah. Basically. But Channel I'm- 49, Topeka. We're here for you now. Yeah, whatever. Okay. Yeah. Well, Just watch us now. Yeah. Well, something I learned today. I didn't know Roger Ebert did the movie reviews on WMAQ. You didn't know that? No. I know Gene Siskel did the movie reviews for the CBS station in Chicago. I didn't know Ebert did the same. So, news to me. Well, How also, about that? The, well, also, this would have been about the time that Siskel and Ebert at the movies would have started. Yeah, the Tribune Ooh. version, Tribune yes. broadcasting version, because they would have just left BBS. Yeah, right. and and if it was on, wait a minute, if it was a Tribune thing, then wouldn't it come out of WGN? Yes, it came out of WGN. Okay, that's what I thought. So that was uh, the Just Watch Us Now, and of course, not to be outdone, CBS had great, not just they were looking good. Now they're looking great. Oh, re- oh, great moments. Great moments. Great moments, huh? Yeah. But they didn't have uh, much of the way of locals. They had the one big national and... Uh, that well, was it. That was it. I mean, they had like the clips of all the shows that were coming out. And, well... Let's play it. Yeah. I mean, the song was okay, but... Yeah. But, you know what? It's pretty good. Looks good. It looks good. Looks good! Looks good! Looks good! Oh, it 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 looks good! Oh, we haven't played that in a while. Might as well play that. Yeah, I was starting to miss that one. Anyway. Yeah. All right, here we go. They brought Lucy tears, touched our dreams, Lassie, with moments of moments happiness. Jackie, Jackie. came and went so fast. Rod Serling, Alfred, they Mary, last, but the best the Beatles, are yet to come on Sick Band Uh, and the CBS, if I'm not mistaken, was the network in 1982, right? Yeah, I think they were the top network at the time. You got talent. You got your talent. You got the one days at a time. You got the Jeffersons. You got mashed. You got your mashes. Oh yeah, they're really milking that music movie package with raging bull clips. Oh, yeah. oh Private Benjamin. Of Zorro and like, yeah, because they would have just gotten Walt Disney. And Charlie Brown and Snoopy. Private Benjamin. The series. Oh, Fantasia. Oh, I forgot Trapper John. Mama Malone, never heard of that. Square, Square Peg. Peg. Gloria. Gloria. New Horror. 
Seven brides for seven. Brothers, bring it back alive. Kaki and Lacey. The Dukes. The Minutes. Dad Rather. Oh, that's sweet. Because this match would have been its final season this year. Yep. Yeah, obviously, you won't see it because it's audio, but there's a portrait of the uh, cast of MASH at the end of the promo. Yeah, I, I liked how they morphed the graphics over time at the end. And they did it at the beginning, too. Yeah. But, but also, I saw a little too much about, uh, I, I saw a little too much Private Benjamin there. H- have I ever dis- uh, discussed my disgust of uh, Eileen Brennan? Not I, th- I think I have. I think I have. You've, I think I, you've mentioned it in the past. I think I've said it once or twice. I, I don't like Eileen Brennan. She, she triggered me there. I'm sorry. That's why whenever you watch Clue, Miss Scarlet, you'll... It's like, you're watching, well, well, it, you're watching, the, they're watching the endings randomized. Miss Scarlet didn't do it. Nope. Mr. Green didn't do it. Nope. Professor Plum didn't do it. Miss Peacock. Yeah. There's your murderer. Well, of oh, course, yeah. Professor Plum didn't do it because Martin Mull is, is a good person. Of course he is. Yeah, but Eileen Bredden, no, no. I, I, I'm getting, like, minor PTSD from seeing hey, her in that hey, ad. Hey, guys, you know what the ending of Clue I prefer is? What? All right, we're done it. They all did it. But if you want to know who killed Mr. Body... I did. In the hall. With the revolver. Okay, Chief, take him away. I'm going to go home and sleep with my wife. You're not seeing it, but we're doing the... Uh, <laughs> we're, say doing, Chica. we're doing the Rod Glass... Mm-hmm. He- head nod from the Now is the Time promo. Like, <laughs> yup! <laughs> It'd be true, though. Yeah. It's funny because the movie implies that... Michael McKean's character is gay, but at the end of the movie, he—it turns out he had a wife the whole time. He was Los Federales. Spoiler alert! Mr. Green was Los Federales. Okay, so what do we got next? Okay, we did the great moments. We did the. Uh... Now's the time we did it. Uh, you know what we didn't do? What? We didn't come along with the star of the family, baby. What? What is this? We're coming on along with ABC. Okay, what year is this? I believe that's 82. Okay, I've never seen this. You've never seen the come on. I've they, never seen what, this. And this, was, and this was like the first one of the big ABC Bacchanals. Okay. And you and if you watch the video, I swear to God, you will get it. All right. Okay. All right. Play the here, video, man. Just we, play it. All right, the here we song, go. The package. Everything. All right. Oh, there's a helicopter. Oh. A Lady Liberty. And we saw the Twin Towers before that. Yeah, as we're Never recording. forget. Yeah. Yes. Never forget. 
Oh, there it is. There again. Oh. Henry Winkler and Scott Baer, a.k.a. Chachi and the Fogs. Because they're the stars of the network. Yeah, I get that. Was that Ernest Borgnine? And Adrian's magic. And the parade is continuing with... Al? Oh, Robert Guillaume? Yeah, Robert Guillaume. And the star of the family, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> and Scooby! With a badly animated hand there. Well, who framed Roger Rabbit's not for another six years, guys? Uh-oh. And then you have, uh, Chad McKinley. Dancing. And, 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 and Chad McKinley and Missy Gold. Dancing. Don't yep. dance with Don't dance with him. Don't dance with him. He's dancing with him. Would he have started on Love Boat that season? Yeah. No, he was on Happy Days. That oh, did. that's right. He didn't go to Love Boat until like 84, I think. Yeah, after Happy Days was done. That looked, okay, it looked like Ted Knight there. Yeah, it was yeah, Ted was, Knight because Two yeah. Crows for Comfort was still there. And yeah. you have uh, Nancy Tussauds. And Ted Knight and this John, John Ritter getting in some hey. I love that neon. Look and at that. The, yeah, just look at that. That is some sweet it's neon. Like, I don't know about y'all, but I'm ready to watch some ABC programming. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that These, looks nice you know, for 40 years ago. That's high tech for 1982. High, high tech. Too bad they had shows like The New Odd Couple and Star of the Family because let's just say we will talk about some of one or both of them Maybe. at some point in the future. Maybe. <laughs> oh, I do have an answer as to the, uh, that clip with Bert and Ernie we saw on the uh, Cleveland NBC promo. Oh, okay, okay, this is some breaking news. Yes. Put, put the breaking news alert Beep. music here. Beep. Yeah. This is CNN Breaking News. So uh, the person who showed that was, and it was a local person, uh, was Dave Patterson. It was the Dave Patterson show. That was the local talk show between uh, the two hours of today back then and the start of the NBC daytime lineup at the time, Facts of Life. Uh, we're talking early 83 when I say these shows. 
sale of the century, hitman, just men, so on and so forth. I didn't know they aired facts of life in the daytime. Uh, 10 a.m. I'm looking at uh, January 7th of 83. So, yeah, uh, facts of life would have been on and uh, sale didn't move to like 10 a.m. until I, a little bit later in its run. Okay. All right. So, yes, yeah, so, so that was the Dave Patterson show. And Dave Patterson did not host AM Cleveland. That was Scott Newell. And the guy didn't even look like Scott Newell because Scott Newell's actually gone on to bigger and better things over the last 35 years, like producing a lot of episodes of Forensic Files. Oh, yeah. Wow. Not not even joking. If, if you look at some of the credits from Forensic Files back in like the uh, 90s, I don't think definitely not the current ones, not Forensic Files 2. But if you like watch any given episode of Forensic Files on HLN, you're sure to likely see his name as a producer because he, he did quite a few episodes of that. Okay. Yeah, I see that. I see that. All right. So what do we have next, Chico? Okay. So we're on to 1983 now. And uh, we're sticking with ABC, but they're not doing the whole parade thing. They're just showing... That special feeling. Oh, oh yeah, because I think I played an ad from that sort of campaign from 83 of O Madeline. Yeah, that would be one of the shows that are premiering that year. Okay, here we go. It's ABC, That Special Feeling, 1983. Spending time together <gasps> It's a little kid driving. He's driving a car. Oh, there's a little puppy. The puppy's in the passenger seat. Oh, well, he's in the back seat. Oh. This is basically a snapshot of America in 1983. It's a very much more subtle promo than they had the year before. Oh, totally. And they're getting together. Oh, he's hiding the puppy. Oh, there. He found a puppy. I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna watch it. Oh, and they're watching That's Incredible. I'm going to watch That's Incredible with my puppy. Uh, on, a, on a big wood green TV from back in the 80s. Because all the people in 1983, <laughs> they wanted to watch John Davidson Frank talk to Danny Kevin. Oh, look at that. There's a dog. And the puppy's like, oh, look, there's a dog. Oh. Okay, that hit me right here, guys. Right there. Right in the heartstrings. Yeah. Right. Uh, anything is better when you add John Davidson in it. Oh, yeah. Oh, I gotta say something, because it's, it's just uh, everything's better with John Davidson in it. Do we need to play the time machine clip where he says they're going to be around for a real long time? <laughs> Go ahead! Don't do it! It's a trap! <laughs> it's a trap! Hey, Greg said it, not me! I want to hear it! <laughs> well, here it is. And now, here's John 
if you're watching us for the first time, maybe you don't know, this is our very first show, but we plan to be here for a very long time. You see, it may look like, yeah, I'll, I thought one guy is excited about that. <laughs> hey, okay. you know what? I don't, I don't care if it's time machine to add John Davidson. I don't care. All right, so <laughs> now I'm thinking about time machine. You know what? This is actually the beginning, a new beginning for NBC. Yes, ABC had special feelings. NBC just got straight to the point. Yeah, they were desperate for ratings, and you know what? They wanted you to be there. And you know what? Like I said, with Reach for the Stars, with Steve Sulmer and that closed circuit campaign, he moved over to NBC, and there is also online him talking about this 83 fall campaign be there. And he's saying that this is going to be so great. We're going to include it in the liner notes. He's telling everybody at NBC, hey, we're going to be so great, guys. We got all these ads and stuff. They're gonna be awesome. We're gonna have like a like a big promotional campaign and we're gonna be back on our feet. Well, it took a while, but you know what? They, they got would, there. They would get there. You but gotta start at some point. You gotta start at some point, guys. Okay, but here we go. Nineteen eighty three, NBC, be there. I'm there. You can be Oh, Remington Steel. Night Rider, baby. Give me a break. Give me a break. Mama's Mama. family. Different strokes over Johnny. Johnny. Airplane. And of course, the facts of life. There's your facts of life. Yeah, it was running uh, in the daytime back then. And you got the Cheers gang. You got the Smurfs up in here. Real people. Real people, yeah. Down to music. I think I saw all the President's men. You got the Olympics going on. Dave. Oh, I thought Fred Willard just slapped him. Fred Bill Rafferty. By the way, the this slap. This is the Rafferty right. Oh, no. By the way, the slap is a feature at three. And the feature uh, show on NBC. Time out, time out, time out. How great would the slap have been if Fred Willard had, had, <laughs> had been once? Well, now the twist is Fred Willard slaps Zachary Quinto in season two. <laughs> The show would still be on the air now, even though Fred Willard's been dead for a few years. I would watch that. <laughs> oh my gosh. <sighs> All right, let's visit. Zachary Quinto's gonna slap you! And of course, you have the album and the chipmunks, the real people today, basically. Manimal! Manimal! Monitor! Monitor, no! Not Monitor! 
Love and honor. Mr. Smith. Mr. Smith. We got the Mets game Hollywood Spurs hour, baby. No, it wasn't included. We wish it was, but. We wish it was. Hollywood Square. Stop lying to the people. <laughs> but Mr. Smith was there and Manimal. 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 That's oh, all we really need. But the, you know, the best part I liked is how you saw all the fast images of the people clapping. But all the NBC stars clapping. Yeah. Yeah. They actually did a version of this spot for a uh, network in Brazil. Oh, really? I watched that clip. They did the clapping montage, but it looks really, really wrong. Oh, yeah. I think I've seen that, too. It just looked out of sync and wrong. I guess what you're trying to do here, but that just looks wrong. Oh, jeez. So, uh, what else did we do? Uh, we, we got the great moments. We got the, the, the be there. Oh, wait. We've got, we've got the touch for CBS. Oh, the, oh, yeah. This would be the first of three years for the we've got the touch. Yeah. So, okay. Let's play we've got the touch from 1983. They did this three straight years. So, yeah, we this got- is the one. This is, I, I'm not a big fan of this version of the touch. No, no, no. The much, the later two versions are good. Oh, yeah. This was just, Okay. All right, here we go. We're seeing eye to eye with you today in every way. The way we live, the way we so love. This is sort of like a blend of the Sort of mode. Yep. It's like, yes, here's all of America, but also here's Star Wars. Yeah, because CBS would have just gotten the rights to air it. Yeah, and Garfield. Yeah, and Good Night B Town. Good Night B Town, which I have to find the spot for it. I don't know if we can find footage of an episode. Oh yeah. Oh, Tom Selleck dunking people. Navy with Whiz kids. Cutter to Houston. Cutter to Houston with the Scarecrow and Mrs. King. Yep. Aftermath. Oh, those are the only new ones. There are no oh, Cherry to Fire. Heavy football. Did you like how they went with the horn with the clip of the cante- guy from the cantina? Yes. Yes, I did. Oh. That looks like Flash Gordon, but I'm not quite sure. Maybe. But You know, yeah. hold on. I got a thought. They showed a lot of the cartoons. They showed, I know Garfield would have been television specials. They showed Bugs Bunny. They showed some of the cartoons. You know, they didn't show anything from daytime. When they had the friggin' Prices Right, which has been on for over uh, 11 years at that point. Huh? 
And you have a little game coming up premiering on CBS uh, in September of 83 uh, with that whammy. Press your luck, I think it's called. Yeah, well, the, you know, they, they really didn't. They didn't really utilize the date. Well, any of the networks. They didn't, they didn't utilize any of the daytime uh, entries. No, no, I understand. But the thing is, they, they did give some time to the Sunday, Saturday morning shows. We saw on the ABC promos, they had Scooby-Doo. And we saw the Smurfs on NBC. And uh, again, we saw... Uh, Looney Tunes on That's CBS. That's because they knew kids but, but were they, But they didn't they give any. But the thing is, they didn't give any love to the daytime counterparts. I mean, even if they did like the Today Show, which obviously that's timeless, and we know that CBS, we didn't even see Captain Kangaroo. It would have been no Captain Kangaroo. What BS? Yeah, I mean, the only place we've seen Captain Kangaroo today is in the celebrity show you guys have him on Celebrity Sweepstakes with Fred Fox. With Red Fox. Oh, Captain Kangaroo, you big dummy. But, but still, my point stands. I mean, they sort of like totally neglected the, uh, the daytime, even when you had, again, Price is Right that had been on for over a decade at that point, and Captain Kangaroo is timeless. Oh, yeah. And even though, again, it was its final season, and I think at that point it was only like a half an hour show. And I and obviously, if, if you know anything about TV, the, the CBS uh, morning news broadcast, it had so many different names and and. Uh, and uh, facelifts over the years, especially in the eighties, maybe you don't want to focus on that part of the daytime, but it's just an observation. You know, and and the thing is you you look at uh, uh, ABC, they had family feud going strong at that time. And NBC would have had wheel of fortune going strong at the time. You had something to build upon for the daytime audience. And again, I mentioned today and good morning America would have been like eight years uh, old at that point. So, I, I know it's more prime time, but you know, spread the love. You gave some of the love to the Saturday morning shows. Give some love to the daytime shows. Well, they're gonna do. We got to touch again. Maybe I'll do it on the bit. next one. Maybe but the next so, one will maybe be a little Gene bit Snyder. more uh, magical, a little bit more whimsical. Let's just yeah. say the first line is "Come into the world of CBS." You'll be with the friends you love the best. So I got one version right here from 84, so let me play it right here. Look at these two kids playing basketball. Yeah. In front of a TV repair van, shaped like a TV. And now, look. With a TV. They just came into the world of CBS. Bob Newhart just kicked. Oh, huh? Huh? What am I doing in this ad, guys? Oh, what am I doing in an ad for CBS? How'd this basketball get in here? Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they just cooked a basketball. Tom Poston just cooked a basketball, people. And now, uh, Gonzo is trying to inflate it. And now they're playing with Simon and Simon. Two on two, baby. Two on two. Oh, did you see that? You see, you got 
the kid got the, the, hat. the hat. Yeah. What just happened? What happened? It's like we just got the hat from that guy from Simon and Simon. We got it from Major Dad. Uh, okay, what? I, I got to add something here. Uh, I'm surprised that they didn't have any Dallas in there. They didn't have any Falcon. They really focused on like the new well, part. Well, well, I mean, it we, we, well, it was a shortened version. It, yeah, well, it was a minute was long like version. One of three, but I mean, but yeah, but we got only like really Simon and Simon, Newhart, uh, a, a little bit of Magnum PI. And the thing is, this is the time you had like Cagney and Lacey. And uh, we talked about Scarecrow and Mrs. King earlier. Uh, they're missing a lot of the big properties. And the thing is, if you're promoting for a fall season, well, they, you should be trotting out your big well, properties. Well, they had other versions of this. Yes, I mean, this was not okay, the only I, one. I, I, I get it. Maybe I'm just... Yeah, uh, sort you of. Get, you can only get the, the so many. Thing. You can only get so many things in a minute, Mike. Yeah. But hey, in 1985, for the 85 version of "We've Got the Touch," do you know who they got to sing the theme song? They got Kenny freaking Rogers. You got to know when to hold him. Yeah. Know when to hold him. Yeah. Know when to walk away. Know when to run. Okay. Yep. And you got to know when touching is appropriate. So here's the 85 version. Oh, there's Kate and Allie. There's Ernest Borgnine again. Yes. Because he would have been on Airwolf. Yeah. Oh, yeah. CBS got Blade Runner to air. Oh, there's Harrison Ford. Yep. <sighs> and Cagney and Lacey. Uh, Angela Lansbury, Murder, She Wrote, would have just started at that time. Oh, Trapper John. I didn't know that was still there's on Dallas. There's your Dallas, Mike. No, that was not landing. No, so there's some Dallas in there. I saw some yeah. Dallas. Oh, Vacation. <laughs> March oh. Madness. Oh, that shot of Byron Scott dunking. Yep. Oh, Simon McCorkendale, because he would run Falcon Quest at this time. Yep. And coming up is Stir Crazy, George Burns' comedy read, Hometown, Charlie and Company, The Equalizer, and the new Twilight Zone. The only winner of that is The Equalizer. Yeah, it was so it was so good. They made it into a movie, and that movie was so good. They made it back into a TV show, and that TV show is so good. I have no idea where they're gonna go with this now. Oh, we're I'm feeling oh. that. Oh, but I'm hey, hey, guys. Uh-huh. I got one oh. local version of the campaign from 85 that you're going to love. Now, this is from WTOL in Toledo. So okay. let me uh, cue it up real quick. And Mike, you're going to love it, okay? 
I oh, see. I already uh, saw some stuff that, yeah, has piqued my interest. Yeah, you, you had my interest. Now you have my attention. All right, here we go. Star Trek. New Heart. Murder, She Wrote. There's the Price is Right. Jeopardy. Jeopardy. The Love, the love Boat. Company, Pyramid. Pyramid. More price, more Star Trek. Wheel. Oh, get ready. A G Slider! No! Okay, one, oh. ob- one observation. Yeah, yeah. I, lo- I love the transition of Bob Barker pointing up in the air and it transitioning to the Enterprise. That was pretty cool. That was okay, pretty cool. I-, I got two things to say. First, uh, uh-huh. w- WTOL in Toledo, they must have had a time machine and said, hey, we're going to 36 years from now. We're going to talk to these three guys talking about TV shows on something called a podcast. And we're going to tell them, you guys are gonna flip when you see this Gene Snyder stuff in our ads, but but also second, and this is a more serious thing I think. The whole meter of that song saying Toledo W T O L Toledo Eleven that's like too many syllables. The meter's like totally off yes. compared to the the actual pace of the song. I'm we sorry. We got that, the that, touch that... on CBS. Yeah. Toledo Eleven. Yeah, that that's that just doesn't jive in my opinion. Just my I don't think yeah, so. my thoughts. I don't. Okay. I, well, you're the expert. I, I I trust you when it comes to music. Yeah, so I, I, I'm well, glad. No, I'm not wrong. Okay, so we have all of the uh, we got the touches. Now oh, we have to go b- back to NBC. Yeah, we have to go back to NBC because they weren't just happy with us being there. They wanted all of us there. Yeah. Now it's like okay. All right, we're we're there. We're, there. we're almost we're, we're, there. It's like you and me, we're there. But we have to get everyone here. Yeah. yeah. So they had a four-word invitation to all of America. Let's all be there. Let's all be there. And this is how it started in 1984. Dancing, dancing soldiers, baby. Oh. oh. <laughs> the soldier's like, oh yeah, now I'm gonna watch Cheaters. And now, th- and now this mook is also gonna watch. No, He's watching Give Me the Break. Yep. Oh. And now they're watching the A team at a slumber party. Hey, they ever- America, they love Dirk Benedict. And Mr. They do. And this just had a whole. This just had all the shows from the season. Did you see, they showed Riptide. I was going to mention that. Yeah. It's your move. It's your move. Night Court. Hill Street Brewers via Hunter. 
Hunter, Miami Vice, Different Strokes, SNL, SNL Friday Night Night Videos. Oh! 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 And this kid stayed up to watch Johnny. All the kids stayed up to watch Johnny. Partners in Crime, Partners in Crime, Hot Punky, Punky Booster, Night Rider, give me a break. Punky. Punky. Oh, Punky. Oh, Punky. And now we have everybody dancing. We have a lot of waistlines. And now we have a lot of jumping. Everybody's jumping, except for Ed McMahon, obviously. Well, Dick Clark was jumping. Because Dick Clark's a real one. Yep. And let's Was that Tom Bray? Yes, was that was. Tom Bray? That was Tom Bray. That Tom Bray. was Tom Bray. That Tom, Tom Bray jumping. <laughs> you think Tom Bray rode in Ed Begley's TARDIS after the shoot? Almost assuredly. And he brought Michael J. Fox with him. Because watch, they, they could have what they could have ridden the DeLorean after they were in the TARDIS. Although yep. wait, that would be for another year. There's got to be more to being there in 84. Ho- hold on. Is that Alvin? Go click Alvin. Go click Alvin right now. Okay. Ready, boy? The snorks. Mr. Smith? No, it wasn't. It's going bananas, dummy. Oh, it looks like Mr. Smith. No. Don't fight me over Mr. Smith. Oh, 
Okay, no, wait. There has to be an alternate version for the daytime shows. Where's Chuck Woolery and Burt Convy singing? Let's all be there. <laughs> yeah, I think we'd all be better off if they didn't do that. Thank you very much. <laughs> Who else would have been on NBC? To... Jim like, Perry? Uh, that would Jim... be... No, Jim Perry. Do we really want to hear Vanna singing Let's All Be There? Well, we didn't hear her speak by this point. She was still just pointing and turning letters. Oh, that's why. That's probably why the the big deal for her autobiography fantasy. Hey, 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 hey Greg, Greg didn't realize this. I had Greg, not realized that's a joke. Hey, Greg. What you do realize that if this lasted to eighty five and they had a daytime version, we'd have Nipsey Russell singing. Oh, I found a local spot from that eighty four campaign with from uh, WMAR Channel Two in Baltimore. So let me play it right here for you guys. Eddie Murray. Well, I'll share who else was in there. That clip after the we're done. Uh, moonwalking. Oh, there's that Oriole. Oh, board. The Oriole. Yeah. Yay! She did a cannonball into a pool. Okay. That makes me want to go and visit Baltimore. But I want to find that clip specifically because the other person that was in the spot who uh, Eddie Murray was pouring the champagne over, I'm guessing this was 83 after the Orioles won the World Series. Yeah. was the late John Saunders. Oh, that's John Saunders. Because he was working at uh, NBC Baltimore at the time before he went to uh, ESPN. Yeah, of course, the future hosted the sports reporters. R.I.P. Uh, but then, of course, 1985, we continue with uh, Let's All Be There, because this would be the last year of that campaign. All right, so let me play the 1985 Let's All Be There campaign for you right now. the excitement when each day and each night meant something different and new in a special place where the characters hold you as their stories unfold to make a magical view it's somewhere where the best is happening night and day somewhere where the laughs are shaking the blues away movies filled with stars dramatical sports enough for fans fanatical i can't make it to an radical good things happen There's no better place to be part of what's happening At the heart of what's happening with the people you love There's no better time Cause our quality showing our Hey Mike, they showed a clip from Wheel Yeah, I saw that You will find us entertaining you more and more 
because you know Rio would be the new hotness in 1985. Yeah. Ed Grimley, I'm going mental. Amazing stories. Oh. Misfits of Science. Oh, Flashdance. Hey, Mike, for more about Flashdance, go to episode 9, am I right? Oh, yeah. That kid video? Maybe. Yeah, oh, yeah, that would have been around that time, yeah. Did <laughs> you see Larry Bud Melvin with a torch? Yes, I saw Bud Melvin with a... Oh, check this out. Check it out. Look at that. Check it out. Everybody has a glowing hat. Even Tom Bray has a glowing hat. And so I move drive. And the Smurf. And Smurf. And Michael J. Fox. And Bolt. Oh, that was magnificent with the top, with the glowing white top hat. Glowing white top hats. They're all radioactive. Only way it gets better is if Nipsey Russell has a glowing white top hat. Hey, Sorry. hey, for more about Nipsey Russell on NBC 1985, you're going to have to wait another two months. Hint, it's in the show open. But hey, it's worth it. It's worth it. <laughs> And also, since we uh, recently did a remastered version of the Super Train episode, we talk about them there, too, or at least the show that we're referring to. Oh, okay. yeah. So 1986. We had the touch at CBS. Yes. But now we have we're... the moments. We have the touch. Now it's time to share the spirit. Yeah. So here we go. 1986. CBS shared the spirit. Uh oh. Uh oh. Larry Daryl Daryl Oh the dogs from Magnum PI The CBS Wireflame and NFL Today logo.
you know, I think CBS knew uh, how and where its bread was buttered at the start of that ad. Because you had like all the good shows, Kate and Allie, and you had Simon and Simon, Cagney and Lacey. You had Dallas and Ma- Falcon Crest and Ma- Murder, She Wrote. Magnum P.I. Magnum P.I. I mean, they, they had all the good shows. And, and then they showed all the new shows. And really, the only one that probably lasted beyond the first season was Designing Women. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. They, should, they should have just stuck with the veteran shows is what I'm trying to get at. So, hey, CBS changed their uh, campaign. What was uh, NBC's uh, change from their traditional uh, campaign the last couple of years? Well, we all went there. So I guess it's now time to come home, I guess. So let's all come home to NBC. We're coming home to NBC, aren't we? Yeah, well, everyone's here now. Everyone's there. Everyone's there. Now so, they're going home. Now they're... It doesn't make any sense, but okay.
I'm home. You remember what I said about CBS knew uh, where its bread was buttered? Oh, yeah. By this point. Oh, that that was like NBC knew exactly where its bread was buttered. You had Golden Girls. You had A-Team. You had Night Court. You had Cosby Show. You had Family Ties. You had Give Me a Break, 227. I mean, they didn't show any new shows there. They had like specifically like maybe oh. 10 shows they focused on. Oh, yeah. And you know what? This is 86. This is the year LA Law premiere. So they got like a whole bunch of new stuff on the way, too. So, but they yeah, didn't really need where, to highlight it. Yeah, this is when they dominated Thursday nights because that's where LA Law would have been. It would have been 10 o'clock. Yeah, it would have made its debut that year in 86. Yeah. So, so I mean, they had all their. I mean, they didn't even show any of the new shows, and that would have been the season Alf debuted. Alf debuted. Um, yeah. Well, we know Golden Girls was 85, so. Golden Girls was 85. The Hogan's, was, was, was that, that had been 86 or 87? Uh, Valerie would have premiered mid-season 85, 86. Okay, they didn't show that, though. That was an interesting omission. Hmm. They did not show a different world. No, that would be later. No, a different well, world that would be been. Like... Yeah, the next year. Yeah, because yeah. that would have been when Lisa Bonet's character went to college. Right. But yeah, oh, and, and they, again, they showed a lot of Cosby Show and uh, and other shows. Oh, they took advantage of Rudy there. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, everybody loved Rudy back in the day. Keisha Knight poem in 86 was America's little darling. America's sweetheart, absolutely. Yeah. So, guys, before we play what ABC had in 86, because I want to save it for the end, I want to wrap it up, but I want to give some time, even though it's 87, to the little upstart known as Fox. And we've talked about them in the past, because in 87, which was their first year in primetime, in their first full season, they were just Fox weekend television. Yeah. Not unlike London weekend television. That was for you, Chris. Okay. But, oh, Fox in 1987, their first full full season on the air. They said, don't let Fox Weekend pass you by. And, well, if you know our show, this is so perfect for us. Yeah. Let's play you know it. what we lead off with? What? Play it up, Greg. It's an elevator. And in it, Chaz and Bucci from Second Chance. Oh, and there's Johnny Depp. And Holly Robinson. Oh, Richard, don't be ridiculous. I would never think of looking at another man. Oh, you're right, honey. How foolish of me. Go past the 20th century, oh yeah. Don't let Fox weekend uh, Chris Lemon before he got blackballed. I'm sorry. Chris Lemon before he got blacklisted, I should say, not blackballed. Good night, everybody. <laughs> Thanks, Hulk. Oh, Denny Dill. There's Mary with Children cast. Yeah. And Tracy. By the way, did you see Eugene fall off that cliff? I did. 
Oh, Eugene always falls off. I consider Fox the Rodeo Drive of the airwaves. Can you get any classier than this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, Tracy, thank you. No, Tracy, the pleasure was all ours. Well, let's just remember that in 87, Fox didn't have much to work with. I mean, they had 21 Jump Street. They had Married with Children. They had Tracy Ellman. They had they duets. had a whole lot of other stuff. Yeah, they had duets. They had... Uh, Werewolf, Second uh, Chance. Second Chance. I mean, yeah, we got to mention Second Chance. But yeah, they had like three good shows and the rest were... Meh. They had three good shows and the rest were things on television. Oh, wait, Women in Prison. We forgot about Women in yeah, Prison. Yeah, the, the, the woman did have the baton. Women, yeah, Denny Dillon. Denny yeah. Dillon. Yeah, Denny yeah. Dillon. She had the baton. That was Denny Dillon. You're right. Yeah, because she was on Women in Prison. as. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and I thought I saw one of the women from Babes, but Babes would have been like 90 19. or 89. So yeah. Yeah. a little, oh, little early Wendy Jo Sperber? Yeah, she Wendy was jo one Sperber, of the women yeah. in prison. Yeah, she was one of the women in prison, everybody. W- with Denny Dillon, oh my gosh. <laughs> well, oh, wait, I don't think we saw Peggy Cass in the promo because she was in Women in Prison too. No, we did not. No, I didn't see Peggy Cass. Oh. But we did get plenty of Matthew Perry. And Bucci. And Bucci and Eugene. And Eugene falling off the logo. And, and of course we got Eugene, yes. Uh, Eugene falls a lot. Well, we said that in the episode, guys. Mm-hmm. Go yeah, back to ep- mm-hmm. go, go back to episode 58. Okay. That was a year and a half ago we did that? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh, gee yep. whiz. Okay. Time flies when you're Doing two episodes a week, I guess. Yeah. But we saved the best of the 80s for last, I think. Oh, yeah. Because in 1986, ABC got the help of Aretha Franklin and Leon Russell to perform a duet that is probably very memorable. And if I can be so honest, the best campaign song ever. Oh yeah, it is. And the thing of it is, they don't even mention the network in it. You could release this as a single and nobody would know it was used as a campaign song. Oh yeah. No. No one would know. Okay. So do you want me to play it right now? 
No, I want you to sit on it for the next time we do Fall TV. Of course I want you to play it right okay, now! Okay, alright. Hey guys, it's me! Oh god, who invited Alan? Hey, Tony Reyes Jr. Hey, I loved him on Superstore. His cameos on there. Michael Eisner, that bastard. Corporate synergy. Wonderful world of Disney would have just uh, returned to ABC here. Mm -hmm. You know, that was a nice mix of the new shows because you had Perfect Strangers in there. That would have been, did it debut earlier in 86? I, I think it would no, have debuted. It, debu it debuted at 86, yeah. Yeah, I think it would have debuted mid-season in 86. Yeah, yeah. it would have been earlier in 86. So this is actually going, Perfect Strangers going into season two. And, and you had Life with Lucy there. Yeah, because at the end you have like uh, Lucille Ball and Gail Gordon there. And you know right. who you have? Sybil Shepard driving a car and Bruce Willis waving from said car. Well, they're like the it couple back in 86. Oh, yeah. Oh, totally. America loved moonlighting. Oh, America loved moonlighting. And, and a third rookie show that I noticed in that promo that would go on to pretty good things. Uh, head of the class. I saw Christine Hodge there. Christine, yep. Robin yeah, Gibbons. 
It was Howard Hesman and the class. And Robin Givens, of course, mm-hmm. dancing. I mean, you had enough from head of the class, absolutely. And you saw one clip of Ernie Reyes Jr. from Sidekicks doing what he does best. Oh, yeah. Kicking. Kicking. But, Chico, I got to say this. When we said head of the class and you said just one clip, I thought you were going to say something about Dan Schneider. Oh no. Oh uh, no, Greg, no. Just, just, no, 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 no. I'm glad. I'm glad you mentioned Ernie Reyes Jr. Because come on, Kino from Ninja Turtles 2. Yes. And also the stunt double for uh, Donatello in the first movie. Hell yeah, can't forget about that. Hey, guys, did you know that Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 is my TMNT wings? I did not know that. <laughs> hey, did you know that David Warner in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 gave a Tony Shalhoub-esque performance? I also did not know that. <laughs> babies! They're babies! I may know something like that. I, I, I am... I don't know. Where did we lose it? I'm just curious. At we, what point did we just uh, like? Uh, we I, never, I, so that would that would be to assume that we had it in the first place. Okay, so. let's let's wrap it up. Yeah, we're we're like two hours into this. I, I think yeah. we're totally like losing we're, at this point. Yeah, we're we can, two hours into this, and the thing of it is, there is still more footage to talk, to out talk there. about. Yeah, so we'll have to do a volume two sometime down the line. Yeah. I mean, we still haven't talked about coming home to the best because NBC kicked CBS's butt in 1988. And we didn't talk about CBS continuing their spirit. Oh, yes. And we didn't talk about UPN, the opera. Yes, that happened. This is where if this was a video podcast, we'd have the gif of the what dog. Yeah. Very appropriate. But for now, what can we say except here in the fall of 2021, all we're doing is watching Netflix, reading about uh, a reboot of Legends of the Hidden Temple that we really can't wait for. Yeah. Oh, and we're watching What If on Disney+. Plus. Yeah. And really, we are watching 42-year-old reruns of Few on Buzzer. But in... Hey, guys, guys, time out, time out. Uh, I have a great idea. I have my own version of what if, okay? Okay. What if the Watcher was watching 42-year-old reruns of Few on Buzzer, and you just saw the Watcher in the background as someone who's going for the gauntlet of villains? (laughs) Could you imagine Jeffrey Wright in the background? watching the gauntlet of villains. I can imagine that. Why I did I open... A, I can't not imagine that. Why did I open my mouth? <laughs> oh, jeez. Well, as I was trying to say, all of that is happening in fall of 2021, but in the fall of the 70s and the 80s and the early 90s, the big campaign bacchanals to get you ready for the new season, there were things on TV. Yeah. Well... Unfortunately, we don't have 
CBS reached for the star patches to sell you. Sorry. But we can sell you on what's going on at it was a thing on TV.com. You'll find the past live shows, all the mini-sodes, all the past episodes. Hey, guys, next week. Oh, next oh, week. You're going to want to schedule your calendars for next week because, oh, God. Hey, guys, we're turning to 200. Yep, we're turning 200, but if you look at the shows we're covering, it seems kind of juvenile, kind of infantile. Yeah, well, hold on a second, but before we do that, I want to mention this was kind of intentional because the first show we're doing next week, this was a listener request, and I got to mention him on the air. Lucas Hackett, back in the spring, you told us about this show. Well, guess what? For one ninety nine, we're covering this, and you know what it is. So, tell your friends. You're welcome. You know what I gotta say about next week's first entry? What's that? Moo. Moo, moo, buckaroo. And then there's the big one. What do you cover for show number 200? I got it. I got it. I got it. You got it? You got yeah. it? You got it? Yeah. Ma- Match Game Hollywood Squares re-revisited. No. Do we, oh, really, no, we're not do do we really want to talk about the guy who had that obsession with Linda Dano for the Super Match and kept losing? The British No, dude? that's creepy. No. Good. Oh, and by the way, that just aired this past week on it Buzzard. Did, it did. And, and also, that means that the Chuck Wagner episodes are starting uh, this week. So, oh, yeah. hey, you know what? I guess I better. I guess I better make a run to Zippers. Zippers. I'm not saying it. No, no, I've said it often enough. No, I'm, I, I refuse. To, Zippers! No, don't, no, don't, I'm not complying, no. I want to talk about episode 200 because <laughs> really, this, I think, is going to be a landmark episode. We're not re-revisiting any episodes. This is a show that we purposely put at 200 because we think it is deserves to be a landmark moment, a landmark episode. Yeah, it is a great show, and also... The guest stars on this episode. It is a star-studded show, and I'll give you a hint. It is streaming on a streaming service right now. Oh, absolutely. Uh-huh. And, and, oh, hey, I, I talked about Martin Mull uh, on the Domestic Life episode, and uh, we talked about, well, I, I didn't meet Bob Golick, but I met the person that uh, is the uh, titular star of this show. I met him two years ago, pre-pandemic. Pre-pandemic. So, yeah, so I may have to throw another picture of me with a celebrity on Instagram or, or Twitter because why the heck not? But you know what? Next week's going to be a celebration. So bring your good times and your laughter too. We're going to celebrate and party with you. Come on now. Okay, d- d- don't get us kicked off of YouTube. Easy does it with the I didn't. There. I didn't put the music. Okay, no, so. well... Uh, I'm I'm just being careful, but also as I mentioned uh, in some previous episodes, myself and Greg and Chico have created our own lists of our ten favorite episodes that will be going up on our Twitter uh, over the next couple of days. 
leading up to uh, episode 200. So you can uh, listen to what we think are our best episodes. And if I can somehow get it to work, I will actually try to make a playlist for them uh, somewhere. So you can just go. Or I could just do it on YouTube. Or we could do it on YouTube. I mean, it doesn't make a difference, but but we, uh, like I said uh, previously, oh gosh, I think between the three of us, we named like 22 different episodes and none of us picked the same episode as one of our 10 favorites. So there's a very vast uh, collection of episodes that we think are among our best. Hey, Mike. And we, and we hope you agree. Hey, Mike, I'll give you a hint for one of the 10 episodes I picked. You want to? Okay. You see what I'm doing? Do, do you oh. want to guess what I'm making uh, fun of? I, I, I see an arm, I think. I can't really. Tell okay, you can't really there. see what the thoughts all be there back. Okay, do you want me to just spell it out? I'm afraid to, but okay. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, my gosh. No. Oh, that's never going to get old. Oh, my gosh. The monkey being proud of his nakedness from Man vs. Beast. Oh, oh, my gosh. Hey. What do you think was better, the monkey from Man vs. Beast being proud of his nakedness, or that clip of the life-size Bert and Ernie? Yes. So we'll see you here next week on It Was a Thing on TV. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. Wow! This fall, for the shows you'll want to see, Turn Us On will turn you on. Turn us on.